Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show, hour number two. And uh, welcome to all of you that uh, have been waiting a long time to get us back on the air in Milwaukee. We're glad to be back. Glad to be back into the Bruce City. Uh, still my home. Still live in the Milwaukee area and have uh, since pretty much the time I came here in 1999. So we are glad to be back and glad that you're taking us. So thanks so much uh, for taking a listen. Uh, the Packers know who they're going to be playing coming up on Saturday night. It's the 49ers. They're going to come calling Saturday, January 2nd. They're going to be taking on the 49ers at Lambeau Field. It's the evening game. And um, it is going to be, uh, for many, it's kind of nerve-wracking. It's nervousness, I guess, um, that the 49ers are the matchup that nobody wanted. And I, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So, I'm, I'm, I'm good that the 49ers are are coming to town. Garoppolo's got a bad thumb. They're a little bit banged up. Packers have been getting healthy. Uh, I get it because there's angst because this team has so much pressure to get to a Super Bowl. This is really the beginning, if you will. If this truly is the last dance. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of the last dance. This is where it all starts. 877-867-1670. You want to head us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, Mark writes, uh, hey, unit, love the program. Glad you're back on in Milwaukee. I've been waiting for a long time. Heading up to Lambeau Field on Saturday night. Where would you go before the game? I would, if you've never been, if you've never been, wherever you're going to park, go and walk. Walk. Just just go absorb it. It's postseason football. It's Lambeau Field. The lights will be on. Get up there early. Get up there while it's still light. So, uh, what is the game? 7.15? Okay, get up there. Get up there at 3. Get up there at 2. And just start. Maybe get something in you. Head off to one of the pubs, whether it's Kroll's or Stadium View or any place else in the area, whatever whatever the bar, whatever you happen to want to get into, whatever historic place you want to go to. Get in there. Enjoy. Get a little bit of food, a little layer. Start to start to get a good base going. Get yourself a beverage and then stroll. And then stroll. That's it. That's all I can recommend. Now, I, again, if this is your first time, that's what I recommend. Otherwise, you know what you're doing. If you're asking me what tailgate party, I, I don't know. I got my friends that have the... Uh, uh, Bill and the gang from the uh, Harley-Davidson Museum, they're right there in the parking lot. They're always a great time. They have those, the roving bands walking past them and playing music and, you know, everything from the Bears Still Suck, which that seems to be the, the mantra that rolls throughout the parking lots, to whatever music happens to be playing, to everything from, you know, uh, you know Green and Gold Elvises to, you know, Packer Fandom Nation. Just enjoy it. Just go enjoy it. It's always great. There's never a bad time going to Lambeau Field. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, this is from Aaron. 
Aaron says, I've been waiting a long time to see Jimmy G perform against the Packers again in the postseason. Finally, we get this this time at Lambeau Field. Uh, are, you know, again, are you nervous about this game? I still worry about Joe Barry's defense being able to collapse and stop the run. What Debo did yesterday was impressive, and Jimmy G does just enough to give them a win. Again, not – are people really that – if you're back to full strength, if you've got the depth, let's say Whitney Merciless gives you depth. Let's say you've got everybody back, including Jair Alexander and Zedaria Smith. If everybody's back, the only thing that I have a concern with would then be two things. One is once Jair, Zedarius, Merciless, those guys get back on the field, it's been a while since you played, okay? Now now you're playing on a much grander stage. There isn't room for error, you know? You may make a mistake, not hold a block, whatever, but there's not a lot of room for error. So that gives me a pause for concern for a moment. But – the only other thing that I can possibly say would make me nervous is if Joe Barry remembers how to use everybody. Is if Joe Barry now has so much weaponry at his disposal that he doesn't know when to press the correct fire button. As if everybody's just, because they're there, you roll your helmets out. Now, a defensive coordinator in the NFL in the postseason doesn't think that way. Not at all. You think, okay, this is what I have at my disposal. This is what we can do. How do we match up our strengths with our weaknesses? That's the way you approach it. It's the way everybody approaches it. But the only thing that would throw a monkey wrench into this is if Joe Barry thinks, well, we're good enough now. We, we don't have to do certain things. We don't, have to, we don't have to blitz Garoppolo. We can play soft zone, keep it in front of you, that weak ass over the middle man, you know, zone coverage and allow men to get in the in the soft area and be able to exploit us for first downs over and over and over again. If we can't get off the field on third down because we're not going to put pressure on a quarterback, we're not going to play press on the outside. We're going to continue to give it up over the middle. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be your pause for concern. Otherwise, you've got the horses now that are ready to run out of the barn that you can you can finally go with. And it's probably, like I said, it's not the best, but it's got to be close to the best defense that you've had since 2011, right? It's got to be close. Uh, key to the game, a line play on both sides. Keep Aaron standing and contain the run lanes against San Francisco, especially on the edges. And that's that's a great point. Set the edge. Don't allow Garoppolo on the outside. Don't run past allowing gaps and collapse the pocket. That's it. It sounds easier than it actually is, but that's it. I don't think this team has enough horses to beat the Green Bay Packers. I just don't. I just don't. I think San Francisco is a good team. I think they fought their ass off to get to where they are. I, I think that with a better quarterback, they would be dangerous. I really like Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I really like them. I think they're good. Um, I'm not uh, – Elijah Mitchell is, is solid. And certainly George Kittle is a factor. And maybe that's Devondre Campbell all day long. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I think their up front is good. But really, Armstead, Jones – 
um, Bosa. I mean, those guys, that's what you worry about. That's what you worry about. Those are the guys. That's it. 877-867-1670. But I think pound for pound, the Packers are a better team. Um, David says, not to change the subject, but where do you think Hackett's going to end up next year? I don't know. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, obviously with the interviews, Denver, Jacksonville, I part of me hopes he gets a job. The other part of me hopes that the band stays together and Aaron Rodgers stays. That's what I'm hoping for. I think in the back of my mind. But right now, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned with it. I'm not. If I'm Nathaniel Hackett. They've got money. They've got a good defense. They're just a quarterback away out in Denver. You've got money, a lot of money, and now a cornerstone quarterback in Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. If, say, he gets offered, say, Minnesota or Chicago, um, you know, calls and says, hey, we're going to give you the job. Chicago, you got Justin Fields and a little bit of a rebuild. Their offensive line needs to be bolstered. They need some more weapons. And their defense, they got to figure out what direction they're going to go because their defense is aging. They put a lot of money into it, and it never really paid off. And then over in Minnesota, you've got a, a quarterback you got to figure out. You've got a lot of weapons offensively. And then you've got a defense that they've spent money on that completely underperformed this year. So I don't know what the best – put it this way. All of these teams have flaws. Otherwise, they wouldn't be looking for, for new head coaches. But the best situation might be if you can get a quarterback in Denver. It might be in Denver. Denver might be the team that's probably maybe the closest to being there. I, I think they have some figuring out to do in Minnesota, and I know they have figuring out to do in Chicago. Uh, Mark says, how hurt is Bosa? Bosa? Uh, listed as questionable to be able to play in the game coming up on Saturday night. We're talking about a concussion. I, I don't know how quickly he heals and how severe the concussion was. So, Gino says, by the way, for somebody going to Green Bay, a lot of good stuff downtown if you uh, get a room after the game. Which brings us to one of our fine sponsors who brings you Mike Clemens, the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Bay Motel, quiet, cozy, clean, comfortable. The Bay Motel in Green Bay, terrific place. All you got to do is go to baymotelgreenbay.com and the Bay Motel Family Restaurant right there, right there in the same parking lot. Seven days a week, homestyle cooking, fantastic stuff. Go to baymotelgreenbay.com. That is baymotelgreenbay.com. Or just give them a buzz for reservation if they have any available. 920-494-3441. I like the fact that you can drive right up to your room. Right up to your room, and after you've had a few... At Lambeau Field, it's only a mile away. You can actually walk back and forth. Good stuff. Go to baymotelgreenbay.com. That is baymotelgreenbay.com. Hey, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. We'll ask him what he sees on film after looking at this 49ers team from yesterday coming up against and matching up against the Green Bay Packers on Saturday night. Um, is this the same 49ers team we saw, and how much different now will the Green Bay Packers truly look? 
We'll get into that discussion when we come back. By the way, um, the, well, breaking news, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, head coach Kyle Shanahan said Nick Bosa will go into concussion protocol this week. Linebacker Fred Warner will have further imaging done on his ankle when the team returns to uh, the Bay Area. Shanahan said the injury for Warner, similar to the one earlier this season for him that kept him out for quite some time. Bosa in the concussion protocol has to clear that protocol before he will be allowed to play. And don't forget, obviously, it's a short turnaround. Now, he could, I, I guess he could clear, I don't know how close to game time he could clear. But my assumption is he could still clear Saturday morning and play Saturday night. I don't know for certain if you have to clear a, a day ahead of time or not, which would give him till Friday. But regardless, I, I still get the sense that Bose is going to play. We'll wait and see. Uh, Jerry says, is he even going to be able to available? Well, that's just it. Uh, we'll wait and see. There, there is no definitive science when it comes to concussion. Some heal rather quick. Some don't show, you know, the signs go away after only a few days. Others, it can linger for weeks. So we just don't know. Sean says, Devo is the problem. Shut him down, and it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. This portion of it brought to you by our friends at Stenny's. Second and National, Walker's Point, Milwaukee's best sports bar. Hands down. Damn straight. There you have it. Second and National, and as they say, you should be here. Also want to say thanks to our friends for a long time, long time sponsor, Sloppy Joe's out in Hubertus, on Hubertus. Joe Hennis and the gang out there, they're fantastic people. Stop in and tell Joe and Ellen and everybody out there at Sloppy Joe's in Hubertus, on Hubertus, that we said hello. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Packers 49ers coming up on Saturday night, Lambeau Field. How do they match up? We now go north, Green Bay, uh, from the uh, Green Bay Press-Gazette, Eric Baranchuk. Joining us on the hotline, Eric, how you doing, pal? Fantastic. Wow, what a great weekend. It was, uh, it was interesting. We saw a couple of blowouts, some games that weren't relatively competitive. We saw some really good games. We saw some controversial games. Uh, and the 49ers walk away with a win. It uh, wasn't overwhelmingly impressive, but I give them, the, give them credit for going into a very um, amped-up AT&T Stadium and, and pulling off somewhat of a, a mild upset. So what, uh, what matchup or what, I guess, if you want to say fear do you have of the 49ers, if any? Well, I think, first of all, I mean, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, but this morning, you know, I woke up feeling, watched the game a little bit more, and, you know, it's always, I think, I think it's going to be a tough out. And I think the, the, this is the, probably the least, um, uh, the opponent that the Packers least wanted to face would be, would be the 49ers. I think that their running game is tough in the last, in the month of December, they certainly showed that they were not very good at holding up the, uh, 
the points on the end of the line of scrimmage. That's going to be in trouble, uh, I think. So they're going to have to do things a little bit differently than they have in the last several weeks in order to be successful. Uh, but really, I think this is the matchup that, you know, people like myself or um, not Packer fans wanted to see because you're going to see probably one of the best, in, in my opinion, one of the best offensive minds in the game going against a defense that is a little bit suspect against the run. And, uh, the you know, Aaron Rodgers going against a defense that can that can get him. I mean, they got after a Dak Prescott. So I think this is going to be, this is going to be the marquee game of the playoffs, in my opinion. I uh, I like uh, the Packers in just about every facet of this game, and everybody seems to think it's going to come to down come down to Joe Barry and the way he schemes against this offense. Watching Debo Samuel Samuel work in the run game, what they're going to do with I was surprised they didn't throw to Kittle more yesterday, to be quite honest with you, and that he became a bigger part of the offense. But they made sure that somebody was shadowing Kittle a lot of the time to make sure he couldn't get downfield on them. So. And the fact that Garoppolo's coming into a cold-weather climate, he's got a busted-up thumb, I understand all of that. So the question then is, is this really, the instead of Aaron Rodgers against the 49ers, is this Joe Barry against this Kyle Shanahan offense? Well, you know, that's funny you say that because it, it's not about the scheme. Their scheme can play, uh, can stop the run. And there's, that's unequivocally it's okay. It's it's a good, solid scheme. The problem is the individual players have to stay within the scheme and attack and, and hold the line of scrimmage and not go running upfield, not, you know, I'm trying to think of a word that's not going to get me dumped here, um, not shy away from the guys who are pulling because if you watch that game, that's all they do is pull. They pull a lot. I mean, they do a lot of misdirection. They do a lot of counteractions, and they're pulling one and two linemen all the time. And if those guys on the end of the line of scrimmage are going to um, shy away from contact, and if they're <clears throat> they're not, and if they're going to run up field, or if they're not going to close down with the down block, it's going to be uh, you know Cleveland all over again. <clears throat> so, and then this the mad thing about what they do is third and ten, they're not afraid to run the ball. You know, so I think yeah. uh, it it doesn't come down to scheme; it comes down to individual performance, particularly off the outside linebackers. See, that's that's where we get into the discussion of coaching versus concentration. And I think what Matt LaFleur said coming out of the Detroit game about guys staying in your damn lanes or whatever the specifics were, but stay where you're supposed to be. It's it's your job to do your thing and stop worrying about everybody else and quit looking in the backfield. Just do your job. I think if the Packers stay to that, we go back to what we saw, say, the mid-portion of the season, a very uh, tackling sound, a very assignment-sure type of defense. And the fact that you're getting guys back like Zedarius, like Jair, the, Devondre Campbell had the week off, so he's going to come back with fresh legs. I mean, you know, there's a lot of positives there. I, I think I don't, I don't really have a lot of issues with the Packers beating the 49ers. I know some people are really nervous about this was the worst possible matchup, and I saw Dan Orlovsky on ESPN saying this is what the, the Packers didn't want, but I'm thinking, you know what, they can beat this team, and they can beat this team quite handily. I think it's still going to be a close game, but I think they can beat this team, and if it ended up being a runaway in favor of the Packers, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me either, uh, but I do agree with Orlovsky in saying that this is not the matchup they wanted coming in just because of the fact that they've been soft at the outside linebacker position in the last month. And when I, I mean, you can't give up 216 yards rushing and not be soft. I mean, it's just bottom line. And they, you know, 
Do I think it's a schematical issue? Do I think the defense is broken? Absolutely not. The scheme is there. It's the problem is that one guy, you got you, you have one guy that messes up and doesn't do his job, and that, that's all it takes. When you got outside linebackers that don't like to take on a pulling guard and who go flying upfield, or they don't like to do their, their job and close down with the death block, they will get the sack and they want to get the big play in the backfield, that isn't their job on that. When you got a 280-pound guard coming at you, your job is to stonewall him there so that the guy behind him gets backed up, and now the running back or the wide receiver is going to jump outside, and now you, you should have safeties and quarterbacks coming to cover that up along with a linebacker coming for anything that's going to cut back. That's the way the defense is designed, and that's where the defense is really strong. But if that guy on the end, if, if Preston Smith decides, I'm not going to go down with that down block, and that's what happened two years ago in San Fran is, is, is a Darius Smith and Preston Smith did not follow down with the down block and they got kicked out and the ball goes barreling inside them. That's what happened against Cleveland, against the Ravens. Well, not so much against, against the, but, but those guys have put tape that they don't like contact and they don't like to play within the scheme. They do whatever they want. They're going to have to buckle down and understand that, you know what, this is not the game where you're going to get a bunch of tackles, but you can be the player of the game by taking on those, those pullers and by, and by making sure that you are going down with the down block and taking on because otherwise it, you could be two years ago again uh, where the Packers got a bunch of yards run up on them because they decided that uh, they didn't want to play within the scheme. And what's sad about that is because now what happens is then they run the ball to set up the pass. And you saw that the last time the Packers played them earlier this season. So <clears throat> what I what I think that they're going to need to do is just be – they're going to have to just man up and set their egos outside the door and say, we're going to play defense, and that's what we're going to do. And if they decide they don't want to – the outside linebackers decide they don't want to do it, then it's going to be a really tight game or possibly a, a really bad game for Packers fans. So with Eric Branchek at the Green Bay Press-Gazette, breaking down the Green Bay Packers, getting ready to face the 49ers this coming Saturday night at Lambeau Field. The last time these two teams met, uh, the second half of this game was a disaster defensively for the Packers. They ended up giving 63.6% overall on third down. They couldn't get off the field. And I, I went back to that statistic before the top or before the bottom of the hour here, and I said, look, if the Packers are going to win this game, that number's got to be 44 or less and they'll win that game. That's about the area they should be in. And if they can't get off the field on third down, it's first down, first down, first down. They'll eat you up. They'll eat up the clock, and then they'll get a couple of scores and keep it close, and suddenly it becomes, you know, either Aaron Rodgers is trying to get downfield to get a special team's field goal or something like that, much like last time to get the win, or all of a sudden you find yourself on the outside looking in. But if the Packers get up by two scores, and defensively they play a little free, they play without the pressure, I, th I think this game can be somewhat of a runaway. I don't think the Packers have a lot of runaways in them, but they can certainly dominate enough to put this thing away and make it seem extremely cold going into the fourth quarter for the 49ers. Well, absolutely. I mean, the, the best defense for the Packers is to get out score. They got to be up. They got to have two touchdowns on the board in the first quarter, and then, it, it, then it's going to really be uh, just a battle of who can hang on to last. Um, but I, I, you know, the third down conversion thing, it all starts on first down. They got to be really, really good on first down. And they got to be able to keep those guys uh, second and eight, second and nine. And so that, and hopefully they can get to third and seven, third and six, where they may not feel really good about throwing, about running the ball and they might want to throw it. Um, 
That's that's the more they throw, the more the 49ers throw, the better it is for the Packers. And the way that they're going to make those guys throw the ball is that they, they have to be really good on offense. They got to put up, like I said, I think they got to put 14 points on the board in the first first quarter and keep the pressure on the Niners so that they keep the ball off the ground and feel like they have to throw the ball, um, which is scary because it doesn't matter. They just run the ball and run the ball, and they don't care if it's third and ten. They run the ball. Um, and that's okay, but the problem with that is, is then later in the game, uh, third or fourth quarter, when they're running the ball really good, and those linebackers are, 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 you know, they know they're running the ball. That's when they get. That's when they hit Kittle across the middle on a play action pass, uh, where they hit something deep. Uh, but if you can keep those guys, I think you want them to throw the ball. You want because I think Garoppolo, he's a good quarterback, but I think he throws some up there. You saw it. Um, uh, yesterday, that he's not yeah. always accurate. You want to make him move and make him throw the ball, but the only way they're gonna you're gonna force him to do that is to get points up on the board early and keep your foot on the gas. Two things, and then I'm gonna let you go. So first of all, if you are going to match up someone, and, and you know they've got uh, between Ayuk and Samuel, they have good wideouts. It's not like they don't, and they've got a decent run game. But if you're gonna match up someone, just to say we will not let Kittle beat us, is it Devondre Campbell? Or do you put a guy like, say, a Kevin King or, say, an Adrian Amos or, or Darnell Savage Jr.? Who would you put on Kittle that says, that's your guy, go get him? All of them. you got to mix it up. Because if you don't mix it up, then you're going to have the, – the, the fear that I have as a defensive coordinator watching this football game is going to be Debo, Debo Samuel on the backfield. And if you have uh, Devondre Campbell um, locked in on Kittle all the time, now you're – you're kind of taking one of your best tacklers and your more sure tacklers and a guy who doesn't make a lot of mental mistakes out of the middle part of the defense. Um, but on times when it's third and long, that's the guy that I want, or third and seven, third and eight, that's the guy that I want to beat him up on the line of scrimmage with is, is Campbell. Um, I think I think maybe Kevin King would be a great opportunity and uh, Darnell Savage. But I think they want to want to be physical with him on the line of scrimmage and not let him get the free runs off, you know, and then what they do is then they split them out wide and then you got to chase them down with the cornerback. So whatever they do, they got to treat them like a wide receiver um, and not like a tight end, because I think when they do that, there, there could be some problems and some, uh, some, you know, just size issues, um, you know, and it, he's going to try to like box you out near the goal line and things like that. So that's where you got to throw Campbell in it. And, and I think um, in, in the middle part of the field, you got to, play around with a cornerback on him or uh, a safety. So yesterday we saw um, the Cowboys, they played like a soft zone and, and they did not put a lot of pressure on, um, on the 49ers yesterday. As a matter of fact, they gave up close to 50% on third down. It seems like late in ball games, it's suddenly instead of getting to the press man and kind of sticking with what got you there it seems like the Packers, or Joe Barry will say, backs off and plays that soft zone. We've seen a lot of confusion, a lot of finger-pointing over the last three, four weeks. So is it a matter of sticking with what got you there and stay aggressive? Because that it seems to me that zone has not been something that's bode well for the Green Bay Packers. Well, it depends on what games it was. They, some games it looked really good, and other games it kind of was a stinker. The bottom line is... is they can play man-to-man and they can play zone. It isn't going to make a difference. The only thing that makes a difference is that they're going to get 10 on the ground and, and a lot. They got a, That jersey, that white jersey, has got to have a lot of green and brown on it. And it doesn't matter. I mean, and I think the, the one thing that is 
is really, really important, and it's been very good, especially the last half of the season, has been the pressure from the, you know, the, the tackles. So you're collapsing the pocket up front, and then you got two pretty good defensive, two outside linebacker defensive end types around the corner. That's a really good deal because they're getting home with four guys. And one of the things that happened the last half of the season that you had were, quite frankly, when you when you took Preston Smith and, and, and Rashawn Gary off the field, you got stuck with guys who were fourth or fifth string outside linebackers. Now you're going to have uh, uh, Merciless back. You have Z, uh, Smith back. Now you're going to see the upgrade of, of of the backups. I mean, those guys are going to be the backups, no question. That's just the way it's going to be. I'd take merciless any day over garvin and uh, nalea and of course z smith over either one of those two so again you're looking at it at, 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 at just a better quality of football player that's going to be out there when you're when their two starters are getting a breath and i really like that i think that's going to bode very well uh, for the packers along with they have to continue to get the pressure up the gut so they can collapse that pocket you can play whatever coverage you want it doesn't matter you can lose playing the best coverage or not it doesn't matter what matters is getting that quarterback on the ground always good my friend we appreciate it and uh, we'll talk again soon eric okay yeah thank you thank you again for having me on and uh, uh this should be a really fun week so i hope we all enjoy it all right buddy talk to you soon there you go eric brand check at the green bay press gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline always good to get him on and break it down a little bit and uh, get into the discussion of the Packers coming up on Saturday night, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Lambeau Field should be a good one. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, been doing a long time. Go out and see my buddy Craig. Uh, Craig's the GM out there, and whether you're looking for new bikes, used bikes, leathers, getting into riding season, maybe you want to get into a class out there, the Riders Edge, go out and see him. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com, W-I-S-H-D. Good, good stuff from Eric. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.